David. Any uh, additions, subtractions from the COVID list for today? Everything's status quo. It's the same as yesterday, both the medical and the COVID protocol list. How's Neil feeling? Is he okay? Yeah. I mean, you know, he's, uh, you know, well, it's probably more specific questions for him. But, yeah, he's, you know, he's, he's uh, doing okay now. Are you getting the stage now again? They've missed so much practice time. Is it unlikely they'll be able to go Sunday or if they get back in tomorrow, at least there's a chance? Well, I, I, you know, the first step we're going to get back is obviously the conditioning. So uh, we'll just have to evaluate, evaluate that when we get to that point. But uh, that's, that's always been the first hurdle. What are your thoughts on Trayvon Diggs being named uh, Defensive Player of the Month? And when that player receives an accolade like that, do you mention it in front of the team? Definitely. We didn't get the email, um, Rich, until after the team meeting. But uh, so, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, but we'll, we'll, have, we'll definitely recognize him in tomorrow's team meeting. So uh, just what a great start to the season. So deserving. Is it more impressive considering how you guys have matched him up against opposing teams, top wide receivers so often? Oh, definitely, and I think like anything, anytime you receive an award, you know that's uh, recognized league-wide, it you know recognizes, you know, the level that he's playing at, but also you know it's it's a standard that he's going to be challenged to keep, and 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 I know that he uh, definitely loves loves the competitive part of of, of the game, and uh, you know and he's got a big matchup this week and some big challenges by this receiver group this week. Is he at the top of the list of that second-year jump that you talked about? Oh, definitely. I mean, if you're looking for Second-year jump examples. I think you know, uh, just right out of the gate, both him and Terrence Steele have have definitely uh, hit the mark so far. You were impressed with him last year. Should we stop? Clarence just walks <laughs> <That's laughs> Another fine. I know it's a. I can't. I can't wait to go to that fine party at the end of the year. <laughs> I try to come in the back door, sneak yeah. in, stay in the front door. You still got me. There's no back doors in this place with all this glass. <laughs> okay. Mike, with uh, Trayvon uh, traveling, uh, flipping the script from a play caller standpoint, an offensive coach's standpoint, what does that mean for you when uh, the top DB is following your number one receiver? Well, I mean, I mean, a couple things. I, I think it, you know, it, it's it's you know, it's usually information coverage-wise. Uh, you know, obviously, if they're following one of your receivers, it's for a reason. Um, you know, you still have to get that receiver involved in the game. I mean, there's a reason why he's being followed. So um, I, I think that's the, the fun part of Sundays, you know, the, the, the challenge, the, the matchups, and, you know, that's what makes this game so exciting. You talked about this being a short week for you guys, but for Carolina, it's, they've had 10 days between games. How much is that? Do you view that as an advantage, uh, like a big advantage, small advantage? Well, it's an, I think it's an advantage, clearly. Uh, but, you know, we – we knew when the schedule would come out that, that it was part of it, but that's just the way this thing goes. I mean, it's, uh, you know, if you have longer to to prepare for a game, it should be an advantage. But, you know, and then there's the other side of it, too. You, I think particularly when you get it later in the year, you know, that's why I, I, I always I always preferred the Thanksgiving game. I think it's a, it's a great advantage uh, because, you know, you, you're going to have to play on a Thursday you know, night game at some point, but um, at that point in the year, you know, your your guys are ready to go, you know, quicker, and and then you get that break, you know, right for December. But uh, but I think this, you know, this time of year, um, you know, it, it's probably a little bit of an advantage because, particularly after a game that they've suffered some injuries, so they have time to, you know, reset and reboot and and, and decide how they're going to play, you know, against us. When you watch them on tape, why are they so good against the run? 
Well, I think the biggest thing is, um, you know, you, you look at their personnel. I mean, they're, they're talented uh, on defense. Uh, there's, you know, been a lot of investment there uh, with their picks and so forth. But uh, you know, they're playing with they're playing with a lot of energy. You know, they're getting off blocks. They're flying to the ball. Um, they're, they're they're giving a lot of scheme. You know, they're you know the, the different situations. I mean, you're you're seeing scheme throughout the function of of, of the game plan. So you know, so that there's a high volume. So. Um, you know they're really challenging people for you know recognition, which is as we talk about you know weekly in here. That's the Scala looks is a big part of this time of year. But um, you know they did it last year too. So you know there's there's some there, you know, there's some schemes that we saw in the last year's study that we haven't seen yet too. So we're just you know just trying to be prepared for everything. When it comes to the offense's success so far, how important has it been Dak's ability to get the offense into the right play, just his command of the offense, his preparation and awareness well, that's a big part of it and I mean I think you got to give the players and coaches you know a lot of credit I mean the coaches have been aggressive with the game plans and I, I think it reflects on you know where we feel we are in year two so the volume has been pushed to the you know to, to, to the you know to full you know we're not we're not going in with low volume early season type focus just trying to get going so you know we've, we've come out of the gates uh, swinging here uh, starting in Tampa and you know with that uh, Dak has to command that it's a, it's a huge responsibility and he's doing an excellent job of his mental acumen and command is that a big part of it as well when we talk about pace and control the tempo of games can you not do that without having a quarterback like that absolutely I mean the, the, the command and obviously the cadence responsibility and the, the timing and you know it's you know it, it's something that we've actually put a lot of extra work in the last couple uh, weeks of training camp. We we had a spot there in training camp where we needed to really improve on it, and and the guys are doing a great job with it. How impressive is his 77 and a half percent completion rate so far through three games? Love it. Uh, I think a big part of the quarterback position is you know, is getting the ball distributed, you know, throughout your perimeter, and he's he's doing an excellent job of that. So um, not only in the you know, in the completion percentage, but you know, also staying in clean runs and, and, and throwing the ball when needed to. You've been you've been blessed to be around a lot of really outstanding quarterbacks in your career, and when they get to the level they're playing, do you go into games saying we may not win every game, but they're going to be able to counter whatever the defense does? Have you had that feeling with other quarterbacks and his and his tag there as well? Yeah, definitely. I, I think when you have. You know, a top, you know, top flight quarterback. You know, it's not only you're not only really focused on how you think you're going to play offensively. It's when you when the whole team runs out on the field, they they know they're going to have an opportunity to win today. I think it's goes with his leadership and the impact that he makes, not only on game day but you know throughout the locker room throughout the week. I mean, so I mean, one of you know Dak's many attributes is he's the same. He's the same person every day. I mean, he's you know his personality is very very consistent. His his energy towards competition is extremely consistent. You know how how he you know plans and, and how he prepares. You know how he takes care of his body is, is second to none. So, uh, but you see that every day. So and that's and that's a big part of being a, a big time leader. I'm sure we've asked you this before, but you have your choice of playing services or practice services when it comes to fields here. Predominantly, you've been outside. What goes into your preference for practicing outdoors on that national? I just always felt football is supposed to be played on grass. It's better for the joints. Uh, I think you know when you you anticipate you know a, 
a plan for your players, you know, anticipate on playing, you know, into January, into February, you know, to, to me, stress is additive, whether it's physical, mental, emotional. So you're, you're always looking at those things as you weigh your practice plan, as you weigh the, the amount of work you're going to do, the workload capacity of, of each player versus, you know, each period versus each practice. So uh, we will be on the grass every single opportunity we possibly can. Mike, what were your um, impressions of Hubbard stepping in from McCaffrey last week and what you thought of him? Um, you know, I like his pace, I like his running style. You know, you know, we're we're, we're kind of, you know, thinking they may go with a one-two punch. You know, so but uh, he he definitely can carry the the workload. I mean, I, I think he's shown that. So, um, a slasher. You know, and look, bless you. It looks like he has good vision and uh, clearances. Man, he's high maintenance today. My God. Today. Yeah, that's that's up to you to you can you can put that in your next article or something. Um, but no, good player. I, th I think he's I think he's done a nice job, and it'll be interesting to see how they they go about their run attempts. During the broadcast on Monday, Dak makes an audible Bob Ross and Greasy pretty well. He likes to draw, so here he's he's a fan. Here's a run. How, I'm not asking whether that's right or wrong, but how mindful are you guys of? Changing up what your calls are week to week, game to game, and and just know because you've told us before how you know the, the TV copies are great and get so much yeah. stuff off them. I mean, you have to be. I mean, it's and that's been in place for for years now. I can I can I can remember distinctly when they first put the you know when when that audio became available, and so you know since that point, I I, I would think everybody in NFL is. Is doing the same thing. I mean, we break down the audio no different than we break down the video. So it's a part of our our weekly preparation. It's a big part of our off-season studies, and and um, you know we have a signal callers meeting uh, both Wednesday and Thursday that you know Dak runs and, and the defense does a little different format, but you know and that's that's the focus is on the audio um, component of uh, what goes on in the pre-snap. Are the guys in the pit responsible for breaking down that, uh, that, that kind the pit of pit guys are awesome. They do it all. Absolutely. <laughs> Give them some love, please. Good?